Any conversation about American modern dance is bound to include the name Alvin Ailey. Ailey died in 1989, but the work of the legendary dancer and choreographer lives on through his groundbreaking dance troupe, the Alvin Ailey American Dance Theater. The group's now celebrating its 50th anniversary. This is music from Ailey's signature work, Revelations. Good morning, I'm George Bodarki, and this is Cityscape on 90.7 FM and WFUV.org. In 1958, Alvin Ailey and a group of young black modern dancers performed for the first time as members of the Alvin Ailey American Dance Theater at New York's 92nd Street Y. Since then, the company's evolved into much more than a dance troupe, with a variety of programs, including a junior dance company called Ailey 2 and dance classes for the public. Even passersby outside the company's quarters at 55th Street and 9th Avenue in Manhattan can share in the dance experience. The building has a transparent design that allows people to see into the studios. I recently visited the facility, checked out a dance class, and talked with Yvette Campbell, the director of the Ailey Extension, Real Classes for Real People. We began our chat by talking about Alvin Ailey, the man. He was an amazing man. He choreographed amazing ballets for... um, people that could understand dance. He made dance accessible. He talked about his own history coming from Rogers, Texas, and he brought the church into um, uh, dance in a way that people had never seen. So it was the spirit of that energy from churches and from African dance and from cultural dances that he had seen all his life that he put into his first work, and it just moved people. When he first came to New York, he was on Broadway, right? Yes. Actually, he performed in a piece called House of Flowers, and he actually uh, performed with Carmen de la Valade and um, a, a many great performers. And th- at that time, concert dancers also did Broadway. They were multifaceted, amazing performers. Now, he had his own inspiration, right? A dancer who showed him the ropes. Mr. Horton, you think? <laughs> so, yes, he actually uh, met Mr. Horton in uh, Los Angeles, and uh, Lester Horton inspired him immensely and also uh, had his own multicultural company, and that was a first in the 50s to have that kind of company with many different people of all kinds of backgrounds. So he really inspired him to dance and to create dances, and um, he moved here with Carmen to start uh, the Alvin Ailey American Dance Theater. Tell us about the early days of the Alvin Ailey American Dance Theater. It goes back to 1958, right? The first performance was a blue suite at um, 92nd Street Y, and uh, it just basically blew people away. Early days, there were only 12 members, and they drove around in a, in a station wagon. So uh, we've come a long way to the big building on 55th and 9th. Um, so it's been a, a fascinating journey for the company. We've added uh, a second company. We have a school that serves more than 1,500 students. And then, of course, now we have uh, arts and education programs where they go into public schools and provide dance where arts programs don't exist anymore. And, of course, now the Ailey Extension, which is for adults, um, so they, they can come and feel the spirit as well. Alvin Ailey believed that dance is for everybody, right? Exactly. Um, in our new home, uh, Mr. Ailey, ha- I think he's he would be realizing our final dream. We, we realize the, the final elements of um, 
that dream to bring dance back to the people, to make it accessible so that they can take classes, so they can see dance on stage they understand, so they can come in the studio and take dances they understand and make them feel good. And the building is very transparent, so you kind of see the people through the windows <laughs> if you pass by, and you'll see them dancing and moving around. Um, and they're not the actual dancers in the company, they're dancers from the community. And so I think he would be very proud um, how we're using our new home. Alvinelli, of course, was very big on ballet. I'm sure ballet also a big part of this school today. His work encompasses modern, West African. I would say he has elements of Caribbean dance. When you see Revelations, you see beautiful long white skirts and as though they're wading through water. I think that he uh, really saw the value of ballet in his work in the sense of the classical, bringing that, those lines to his work. So if you come to see an Ailey performance, you're going to see so many techniques that maybe you've seen from around the world, but they're blended and merged in a beautifully exquisite ballet that um, will touch you every time you see a performance. So we also offer ballet and every other technique um, that is encompassed in the company. Tell me more about Revelations, of course. That is one of Ailey's signature pieces. Revelations is, uh, that work is actually based on the, uh, the church and uh, baptism and the, the different rites and traditions of uh, African-American people in this country. And the nice thing is that it transcends the church. It goes to, you know, uh, community and people celebrating life and, and going through trials and tribulations on their own. And you see that journey on the stage from I've been buked all the way to the revelations, uh, the red, the yellow section, where the ladies have the hats and the beautiful yellow dresses and they sit on their stools and you can see the inside of this church and the inside of this wonderful spirit. So uh, revelations, I think, is his signature work, and it's because it's touched so many people. Everyone knows Revelations. You mentioned Alvin Ailey, and they say Revelations. Exactly, exactly. There's no way to get around it, I think. Um, but it's also, the name Revelations is interesting because it's, it's revealing. Everything about our organization has revealed something to me as a student when I came to study at the Ailey School, as an Ailey II member performing around the country. People are amazed, and we reveal things to them that maybe they didn't otherwise know. How many people are currently in the company? There are 30, 30 dance company members uh, that tour internationally and nationally um, in Alvin Ailey American Dance Theater. And then in Ailey II, there are 12 members, and they tour domestically and internationally. Um, the companies tour year-round, and uh, they, this year has been phenomenal. This dance company has visited more foreign countries than any other, correct? Correct. Um, I don't think there's a country they haven't visited, but I'd have to check with people for that one. Um, I think that that they have touched more foreign lands and more foreign people um, than any other company in the world. And I think they've impacted more people across the world than any other modern dance company, or dance company for that matter. So they've reached, uh, I think they've reached the ends of the earth. Really a magnificent history. The Alvinelli Dance Company was the first American dance company to visit post-war Russia. Yes. Uh, they. I remember that tour, actually. Um, I wasn't on it, but uh, my friends had gone on it. And they. Um, it was a new experience because they had never seen modern dance in that way. And also it, the, the hotel experience was different. They weren't used to tourists in that way. So the company 
was uh, awakening themselves on stage, and also uh, I think the people were awakened by their performances. They also went to South South Africa once in the 70s with Miss, uh, Miss Jamison was on that tour, and then again later, um, and a lot of the company members um, were really impacted by that tour as well. So from one end of the earth to the other, they've, they've really traveled. How diverse is the troupe itself? Oh, they come from many nations. Um, I think there are people from uh, Martinique. There are people from all over the United States, of course, from every different state. And I believe, oh, and from France and from Europe, different countries are represented. It depends on the time of, you know, maybe 10 years ago when Mr. Chaya joined the company. He was from Japan and uh, Elizabeth Rojas, who was from the Philippines. Um, we, uh, we don't discriminate. It's a wonderful, wonderful organization. As long as you can dance, you audition, you're good enough for the job, you get that job. How competitive is it? Oh, my goodness. They take one person sometimes a year, and there are hundreds of people that show up for the audition. So um, I think Ms. Jamison has has her work cut out for her when she sees so many talented dancers and has to choose one that just sparkles and has that unique element of dance that she's looking for. Judith Jamison, the current artistic director. Yes, uh, Miss Jamison, uh, Miss Judith Jamison has been artistic director since 1990, and she has done a phenomenal job to bring us to our home that she was built under her direction and under the direction of the, art- of the executive director, Sharon Luckman. Miss Judith Jamison has a vision that, you know, has added to Mr. Ailey's vision in, in seeing us home, seeing us build our home and, and uh, really give dance back. She took over for Mr. Ailey after he passed away. She worked hand-in-hand hand with him. Yes, actually, she performed for him. Cry was created um, uh, for her and, and inspired by her, um, and many women have gone on to do it since. But uh, I think that she was an inspiration to Mr. Ailey, as many dancers are to their artistic directors. And uh, I think that her vision is unique and also um, really adds to the breadth of the organization as well. For those who might not be familiar with that piece, Cry, why don't you tell us about that? Oh, Cry is an... I believe, 20-minute solo (laughs) with three sections dedicated to Mr. Ailey's mother. It's an amazing piece, a long, white, beautiful dress with a long, white leotard, and and the, the soloist goes on a journey from joy to sadness to jubilation, from loss to... Um, it's an extraordinary journey, and it is exhausting. So I've seen um, um, amazing dancers do it and take that journey to its end. It's, it's pretty fascinating to watch that piece. What is it about dance for you? Dance takes you away. It allows the audience to escape and go to a place that's created by the dancers on stage. It allows the dancers to be anything they want to be. On stage, you can be anyone and anything. You can uh, laugh, you can cry, you can create this character, that character, and you haven't spoken a word sometimes, but it's all through the movement. And move the universal language of dance, if done well, moves its audience to uh, amazing joys and inspirations. So if one wants to learn how to dance, if they don't even have the basics down, can they get that here? (laughs) Yes. So that's where I come in. Uh, Years later, uh, the program created for adults, the Ailey Extension, real classes for real people. So if you don't have, if you've never danced a step, or you haven't danced in 20 years because you danced when you were five, or if you just want to experience a new technique, we offer approximately 15 to 
uh, 20 techniques, different techniques, which means West African, hip-hop, capoeira, ballet, Horton, which is Mr. Ailey, the, the modern dance technique that's featured in Revelations, uh, samba, you name it, we offer it. And uh, you can take beginning classes, absolute beginner classes. They are a one-time basis, and um, they inspire you to move. So you walk in, you feel welcome. You don't have to wear a uniform. Just wear something comfortable, and uh, and there'll be someone here to greet you and, and ask you, what class would you like to take? Um, so it's it's been a, an amazing uh, ability to offer this to the public and to adults that may not have ever danced before. Any age? <laughs> yes, any age over 16. And uh, the, the best part is my uh, a lady that takes class with us. Her name is, uh, oh, I won't say her name, but she's 85. And she takes class every week with us. Every week she takes her ballet class. It's like medicine. She looks not a day over 60, which is amazing. But every week she's here taking class with us. What would you say is the ratio between men and women in these classes? That's very interesting. Depends on the class. West African actually has a large population of men. It's a very masculine, macho technique, but then the women love it because they get to wear the beautiful skirts. Sometimes women bring in their own scarves and lapas, which is a multicolored skirt that they tie around their waist. And sometimes the uh, the men will wear multicolored pants, which is interesting, or you'll just wear your sweats. Um, so that one actually has kind of a 40-60 split men to women. Other classes are much more, you know, 25% men, 75% women, which is our typical ratio. Um, but men are welcome, and they love certain classes. Capoeira is almost all men, so <laughs> it just depends on the class. How would you say dance has changed since Alvin Ailey first came on the scene in New York City? That's a fascinating question. I think Mr. Ailey's time was a time of giants. I think that there were amazing stars and performers that did everything. They did Broadway. They did concert dance. I think dance has changed in the sense that our company travels so much that our dancers can't do anything else but dance for Alvin Ailey, which is good, which is a very good thing to have a, a problem of, of you know, 50-week touring schedule. Um, but our, um, I think in his time, they were able to do other shows. They were able to do television. They were able to do movies and, um, and, and, and sing and dance. And now I think we've specialized. And so I think that dancers are concert dancers, and that's what they do while they're doing that. Then when they want to move on, they might move on to another career, but they can't do them at the same time anymore. How long is the average lifespan of a dancer in the troupe in terms of how long they stay in the troupe? I'm not sure there's an average. Uh, Mr. Dudley Williams danced with us until two or three years ago, and I think he was in the company for about 30 years. So I don't think he – I think he messes up the average. Um, but in general, a dancer's life depends on their body and how well they take care of it and how well um, they're performing. And, and I think that um, we have many dancers that have been with us more than 10, 15 years and they are taking care of their body especially well and performing to that ability that they have to perform to be in the Alvin Ailey American Dance Theater. Um, I think uh, Miss Jamison and the dancers really work hard together to keep themselves, you know, themselves intact and performing at their best and their um, most amazing quality. 
um, so I think each dancer has to decide. It's unlike ballet. Ballet is very, you know, it's a shorter lifespan. I think that modern dance, dancers take better care of themselves on stage and um, in performing. When did you first come to Alvinelli? Uh, I came to the school in 1990. I auditioned to be a fellowship student, and uh, I got in for two years, and then I joined Ailey 2. I was asked to join. Uh, Ailey 2 Company is, is the best students of the school, and they are uh, asked by the artistic director, uh, Sylvia Waters, to join the company, and I did that for two years. And then, of course, as all of us, we leave and we go away, but we always come back. So <laughs> I came back in 2000 after I retired from dance. What would you say was the takeaway for you after experiencing Ailey in that capacity? I got to do revelations. So for me, that will stick with me forever. I still have the movement in my body and the, the songs and the history and the, um, the just wading in the water still. My body still remembers that duet. And so, and it was something I always wanted to do. I saw them at Berkeley when they came to Zellerbach Hall when I was a, a freshman in college. And I really, really, really wanted to dance with Ailey. So I moved to New York and I auditioned at the school and, um, and I, I sort of accomplished my dream. I got to do Revelations, which is what I set out to do. So um, I cannot complain. Thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. Yvette Campbell is the director of the Ailey Extension, real classes for real people. You're tuned to Cityscape on 90.7 FM and WFUV.org. Good morning once again. I'm George Boldarki. This morning, we're putting a spotlight on the Alvin Ailey American Dance Theater. The famed company is celebrating its 50th anniversary. That's Maget Camera. He's teaching a West African dance class at the Ailey School. If you can walk, you can dance. So if you can walk, you can join and do it, no matter. So what are some of the steps that you teach people? There's no name on it, so it's a little difficult to explain it, but it's all basic African, you know, steps. That's, that's the best we can, I can give explanation about it because we don't have name for a specific step. You have name for dance, though, you know, but not for the steps. Left, right, left, right, left. So do you learn by watching? It depends. It depends. You can learn, you can pick up something by watching, but mostly you learn by getting involved, meaning, you know, being in it and trying. I would think that the music is a big part of it. Definitely. The music is like, I would say, 60% of it. You know, that's what makes it, you know, what it is, actually. It's a communication, kind of, between the dancer and the musician. It's like, you know, giving and taking back and forth. My name is Ali King, and I'm from New York City. The live drumming with these artists is the best in the world. The expertise that they bring to the dance class is that the lead drummer, who is Fody today, he's able to help your feet do the dance. He actually plays the rhythms that Maggette is teaching. My name is Kim Bayer and I'm from New York. This class, I've been coming on and off for about a year, year and a half. 
I was studying some other kinds of dance and then I was just looking to branch out and I found this class through some other friends who were taking the other class with me and ever since I've been kind of hooked. If you heard the drums then you know that it's addictive. There's a nice camaraderie with the other dancers and it's a very well-structured class. For more information about dance classes and everything else Alvin Ailey has to offer, check out alvinailey.org. A new book aims to introduce young readers to the world of Alvin Ailey. It's called A Young Dancer, The Life of an Ailey Student. With us now is the author, Valerie Gladstone, and the dancer featured in her book, Amon Bright. Good morning to both of you. Good morning. morning. Amon, you're 17 years old now. You were 13 when this book was made. Tell me about that experience for you. Well, the experience was great. Um, I really had a great time um, going through the process of making the book. Um, It took about a year to make. Um, They came into my classroom and took pictures, and then they came to my house and took pictures, and we had a one-on-one conversation with Valerie Gladstone. But the experience was really great. Valerie, you've written about the arts for more than 20 years. Why did you decide to do a book on the Ailey School? Well, because the Ailey School is one of the best and most interesting companies in the world. I think they have a terrific school. I feel very close to them having, I think it was one of the first dance companies that I really loved. They have a very diverse uh, student body and a diverse company. And I think that's the kind of thing that should be promoted these days. So there really wasn't any question about where I wanted to go with this book and finding a student. Now this book is geared toward young readers. Yeah, I think they have it for 5 to 8 or 5 to 10, something like that, because it's mostly pictures, and it's really the pictures that should grab you. It's obviously Amon's words as well, but the pictures should draw you in. So it's, it's, it's a picture book more than anything else. Now, how did you two meet up for this project? I went to the Ailey School to ask uh, if we could use one of their students, and they said, yes, uh, we will give you a few students to talk to to see which one you want, uh, which was sort of, in a sense, like an audition, which I had never done before and the students hadn't done before. And I didn't really know what I was looking for, except that I wanted somebody articulate and somebody who would be fun. And Amon was that girl. One of the reasons I wanted to do the book uh, was that there are so many books for kids on dance with uh, heroes and heroines that are white that it might be nice to have a kid of color there for everybody who is like that. I mean, the book is for, for everyone, but I think that I can certainly feel, and I've had two friends of mine, grown women, that said, oh, black women, that I, she's, that said, I wish there was a book like this when I was growing up, which really touched me, but realized, you know, it is nice to see yourself occasionally. So that was not the whole thing, but that was one of the reasons I wanted to do it. And one, one thing I hope it will get that kind of exposure so kids might think, aha, I can, I can go there too. Amon, you've been dancing at the Ailey School since you're four years old, is that right? Yes, I've been there since I was four years old. Um, the time I've spent there has been great. I love the teachers there, and I never felt like I wanted to move to a different dance uh, studio So, I don't know, I just felt like um, I could be there for the rest of 
my time in high school. And so. I learned in the book that there are different levels at the ALA school. Tell me about that. When you're younger, about four years old, you take the beginner level, which is called um, First Steps. And you you have like your red leotard on, you don't, don't have tights. And it's really fun. You have, play with dots and you do your first plies there. And then as time goes on, um, throughout the grades, you change level, like the leotards change color. What color are you wearing these days? Right now I wear black, <laughs> which is not very fun, but <laughs> it's very, I don't know. It's just the uniform that you have to wear. What but level is that considered? It's level six, and there are seven levels. In ah. Italy, so. Valerie, let me ask you, what surprised you most about Iman's day? Because you do run through her entire life in this book. It is so packed. It would tire most people. <laughs> um, she is taking, I don't know if she still is, but at the point we were doing the book, she was taking violin classes ballet four times a week, violin twice a week, going to church every Sunday. Um, she goes to a very difficult school, and she gets straight A's. Uh, she has homework every night. So what amazed me that she did all this was very good-natured. I saw a lot of her, so I would have seen her cranky if she got cranky. I'm sure she does get cranky. <laughs> She's not perfect, but she took it all in stride, and I... I wouldn't have known that when I first met her, but I, by the end of the year, I was very, very impressed. What's your secret, Amon? Um, I don't know. I feel like I have a lot of determination and strive to do the best that I can be. You know, you only have one chance to do it, and so I just try to make most of my time, and it's just really fun. I love my life. I would think Ali <laughs> alone must be very demanding. How demanding is that program? Um, it's very demanding. Right now, I take about uh, 12 to 11 classes six days a week. What kind of dance are you doing? Right now, I'm doing ballet, gram, and also some, I don't know, it's sort of like contemporary styles with different choreographers. Um, I'm doing one with Earl Mosley, who also worked with the company and made a piece for the company, so that was really fun. And also I'm working with Mr. Von Howard, who has his own company, so it's really, really fun. Which dance do you like the most? I really like contemporary the most. There is no specific form that you have to take, so it's just what you decide to do, and it's just... I feel like you can express yourself so much more than have this specific technique that you have to follow. Have you learned many of the Ailey pieces? Uh, I did the parade, the Thanksgiving parade for Alvin Ailey. So we had to learn some of, I've been buked, and we've had, we had to learn some revelations. And I've also uh, danced in City Center and the Apollo with the company. So... We learned I've been buked and some of the revelations. Do you aspire to do this professionally? I do think about it. Um, I'm really not sure what I want to do, but dancing is certainly one of my options and what I want to plan. Tell me about the splits, because there's a photo <laughs> in this book of you doing a split, and it looks painful to me. <laughs> Through the years, you know, you really have to stretch and all that stuff. But um, after a while, after you get your flexibility and your hips and... Um, 
hamstrings and stuff. It's really not that painful, but um, when you first start, it's really painful. But yeah. Valerie, tell me about the photographs in this book and the photographer behind them. Um, Jose Ivy is the photographer, and he's a fantastic photographer. And I think before you go into a project like this, you have no idea how much time and uh, care it's going to take. I mean, we were at uh, the Ailey School every day that Amon was there. And shooting a class, we obviously didn't want to stop the class or interfere with the class. So Jose had to be uh, very careful where he was in the room. Um, he also, you're talking about 13, 14-year-old girls. Uh, the last thing they really want is to be photographed um, for an hour and a half every day by a stranger. So it takes a lot of um, the psychology and care on the part of the photographer as well as, um, you know, just being expert at what he does. So we have thousands of photographs um, of that process. And uh, he has taken a lot of photographs of musicians and dancers before, so he was, you know, somewhat prepared for this. But nothing really prepares you for what the actual event is going to be like. And we didn't want to disturb Amon. I mean, you know, to have a camera in your face all the time at 13, I mean, unless you're, you, know, you want to be a celebrity, is not going to be fun. Were and, you self-conscious about this? Uh, very much sometimes. Um, you know, the camera would have to close up and be in my face all the time. But um, I feel like it was a really great experience. Valerie, are there more girls than boys at the LA school? Oh, no question. There's always a problem in dance of getting enough boys. Um, I mean, they have boy students, and they have a lot of great male dancers in the company. Is that because there's a stigma attached to that? Oh, definitely, which is a ridiculous one. It, it's, it's, it's far more common in the United States than in Europe or Russia or any other place. And it's really most unfortunate because I think everybody likes to dance, whether they're a boy or a girl. But we have that kind of association that it's a sissy thing to do. I would imagine that makes it difficult to do certain performances. Yeah, the boys are... (laughs) The boys lift us. Yeah. So for ballet mostly, um, we can't really do lifts and stuff like that. But I don't know, we just get through it. The choreographer kind of moves around it. If we have one boy, that boy does a lot of work. There was one boy in the book who couldn't really lift you all the time. Sometimes (laughs) he did, sometimes he didn't. Yeah. (laughs) How is Jake? (laughs) Um, he left, actually. Oh, he did? Yeah. Valerie Gladstone, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. And Damon Bright, thank you so much, and best of luck. Thank you. Alvin Ailey student Damon Bright is featured in Valerie Gladstone's book, A Young Dancer. It's out now from Henry Holt and Company. And that's it for this week's Cityscape. My thanks to producer McCall Neria. Have a great weekend. Ready. I want to be ready.